everyone. Welcome to the Holistic Birth Podcast, where we put the power in families' hands to have the safe, satisfying journey they deserve. My name is Allison. And I'm Bridget. We are two doulas who love bringing information along with inspiration to help you feel confident and powerful in your choices throughout the birthing year. We cover all topics around pregnancy, birth, and beyond. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Holistic Birth Podcast. Um, today we're going to be talking about morning sickness, which is, you know, a very common and unfun thing to deal with. So, yes. yeah, we have some tips we want to share today and some other information. So, yeah, let's get right into it. Let's dive in. Yeah. yeah. So what is morning sickness? A lot of people um, kind of have the assumption that it's like nausea in the morning and the morning time is usually when it's maybe more intense, but it can definitely last throughout the whole day. Um, so some people feel a little betrayed by the title. Um, but morning sickness basically is any nausea or vomiting that you have throughout um, throughout your day. Most of the time it's common in your first trimester and it typically resolves by like 12 or 14 weeks. Um, but there are, yeah, there's different things that could kind of cause it. So hormone um, fluctuations, stress, nutrition, um, the imbalances. Um, some like non-Western societies tend to have low counts of morning sickness or don't have it at all. So it's kind of interesting to think about maybe how the Western culture is with maybe any toxins or stress, things like that. Um, but yeah, some people theorize that morning sickness is your body's way of trying to protect you from certain foods that might be harmful to you or baby. Um, others say that it's maybe the liver that's having a hard time detoxing, um, the hormones. Um, but yeah, basically it's nausea, vomiting. Sometimes it's hard to keep things down or to feel hungry for things. Um, and there's also like hyperemesis. Um, and so that's when it's pretty severe like you've maybe lost like up to 5% of your pre-pregnancy weight. You've um, maybe had a really hard time, not only just in the first trimester, but it extends to like the second or even third trimester. I had watched a documentary um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, Amy Schumer had um, oh, hyperemesis yeah. and she oh, wow, like broke it all out and was just very vulnerable about it. She would like before shows like need to like get her, get it all together she had to cancel a few things because of it Ugh, like yeah but that's it, rough yeah but it helped normalize yeah. it I feel like mo- a yeah. lot of people don't know that it can be that bad and they mm. kind of wonder um why it didn't just go away in the first trimester yeah right so, yeah because it yeah. definitely can last I've heard of through entire the entire pregnancy mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty miserable it's not fun to deal with not being, at all for me personally being nauseous is like one of the least things that I ever want to feel <laughs> yeah so yeah and vomiting in general is just terrible nobody wants to be doing that so <laughs> yeah nope (laughs) yeah definitely not um so I know that like a concern that comes up a lot with clients is like they are like oh my gosh you know is my is my baby gonna be okay because I'm not feeding myself um so those are definitely concerns I feel like we we hear quite a bit Mm -hmm. so um do you like have any tips around like that specifically like what do you usually tell your clients if they're like concerned about baby not doing well if they don't eat that kind of thing yeah so um I feel like a lot of times it's the reassurance of maybe finding the things that work for you which can totally change day to day I've seen some really 
uh, severe like hyperemesis before where they've like needed they've needed like liquid IVs and mm, just like the yeah. bare minimum like just broth or whatever um, but most of the time people it's just a matter of finding out what works for you so we're, we're going to talk about some ways to relieve um, relieve it but I feel like when people are worried about baby um, I've had people who say that oh, well in my culture like it's a good sign that I'm feeling sick um, mm-hmm. and so that's something I've heard before. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to ride it out, then go for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think most people, by the time they hire their doula, I mean, some people hire me in the first trimester, but um, usually it's second trimester. So most of that has been, it's most of it's gone. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, people, I think, tend to appreciate um, just changes in, I guess, the nutrition that they can find with the things that maybe upset their stomach the least or that they can tolerate the best or if they find certain times of the day to eat and then avoid certain things that maybe exacerbate it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also using all these like natural, naturally relieving methods too. Yeah. People I think appreciate that and then feel relieved by that, I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, Mm -hmm. that's great info. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So let's get into ways to relieve it naturally. Um, so herbals can help such as like ginger and peppermint. Those are usually like the go-to things for, um, helping with morning sickness. So like ginger candies, um, ginger tea, also dandelion tincture can be really good because, um, morning sickness is kind of known to, you know, because of liver issues. So not really issues, but just like your liver's a little bit depleted from, you know, trying to process hormones and fluctuations there. So, um, so peppermint's definitely great, especially the essential oil. Um, just like smelling it or having a diffuser going can really be helpful. Um, and yeah, again, the dandelion is, is great too. Um, and then homeopathy, there's a couple different remedies. Um, I'm probably not going to pronounce them all that well because they're a little funky names. They're Latin names. So, um, cocculus, nux vomica, pulsatilla, sepia are also, um, really helpful for morning sickness. Um, and those you can get, um, online. Um, we'll actually link in the show notes, um, where you can get those so yeah it'll be pretty easy to access and you can get them at any health food store too they usually have them as well um so yeah those are those and then um smaller fre- frequent meals like protein balancing your macros so your protein carbs and fat are really helpful um eating nourishing foods staying away from processed things you know lots of sugar um also can be really helpful um electrolytes and salt are really good so you can get little electrolyte drink mixes just make sure you you know um, are careful of sugars so usually trying to avoid the ones that have added sugar are a good idea um and then uh, another really interesting one is lemon and barley uh cordial which is um you do once a day or i think it's called cordial sometimes i pronounce it wrong that's all right (laughs) you guys know what I mean it's a nice little like cocktail drink without the alcohol um so yeah just doing that once a day and then just lemon in general so like even adding lemon to your ginger tea or something like that can be really beneficial um and then some people will go with CBD which can help with nausea and then just like managing stress um you know meditation um trying to just reduce the amount of stress you're dealing with on mm-hmm. a daily basis can really help with um reducing that morning sickness too so i mean and it's hard because it's kind of a catch-22 you're yeah. feeling stressed about right. the nausea and yeah. then it adds to so it's yeah it's such a cycle to get into but yeah meditation can be super super helpful um 
I think there are different, there's like YouTube videos and, you know, we'll have some stuff in the show notes and I think we've talked about meditation before, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, meditation can be really helpful with stress or anything else that might be stress reducing. Some people journal or some people find the exercise or like just a walk outside can be really great. Talking to someone that you trust. um, Yeah. Getting out in nature. That's definitely mm -hmm. helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Getting some sunlight and fresh air. Those things can be really Mm -hmm. good. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And um, other things could be like C-bands. I don't know if you've heard of those, but it's basically a little bracelet that um, has a point that goes to your wrist that um, can kind of help with, it's like an acupressure, acupuncture kind of point, um, but it's your PC6. And basically you could find that yourself. If you're looking at your wrist, you can, you can look at like where your tendons are on your wrist, find like right below where that vein crosses. Um, and usually there's like a like a light soreness to the point so that's how you kind of know you're you're finding it so you could do that yourself without um without the c-bands but um acupuncture can be really great um your acupuncturist will know which points to avoid and which points to prioritize um but yeah there's different points in the body that are really cool for how to help your body Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Also, another one I discovered actually recently is gua sha. Mm -hmm. Um, If people don't know what that is, it's like this little stone. Um, A lot of people use it like on their face and it works for, you know, increasing. Yeah. Wrinkles, increasing circulation in your face. Um, But you can use it really anywhere on your body and it does the same kind of thing, just um, hitting um, acupuncture points. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a technique where you use it on the front of your legs, um, which helps with and you can actually use it on that same spot on your wrist, too. Um, and you just rub that area and we'll actually link, um, a video to, on how to do that. There's actually a really great blog post, um, mm-hmm. that we can do, um, that will, what we'll have in there that will have um, instructions on how to do that. So perfect. yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I mean, while you're adding an acupuncturist to your, to your team, might as well add a chiropractor. They're, they're really great. Um, um, and also kind of taking a look at your prenatals. Um, a lot of people are advised to take them. Every, a lot of people do take them. So kind of assessing like what are, what are the contents of it? And um, sometimes like the really high levels of iron in the prenatals can make people feel more sick. So kind of taking a look at that. Or if you're working with a nutritionist, finding like an, al- an alternative or reassessing your, your diet. Um, obviously, sleep is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. Um the liver typically detoxes what between like 1 and 3 a.m. or something and so if as long as you're sleeping during that time and beyond as much as you can obviously that will be really helpful um but yeah eating like a good protein like snack before bed can also help um or if there's any like carbs or fats that you're kind of wanting to or that you're in the mood for you're wanting to eat yeah Um, yeah usually it's a lot of the time I hear it's mostly people just aren't eating enough you know not getting enough protein so and that can which is again it's catch-22 because you're like you feel like crap you don't really Mm want to eat but at the same time you kind of have to start to like just take those little snacks and eat those as much as you possibly can and that will eventually you know hopefully reduce the the mm-hmm. nausea so yeah, yeah. and some tricky peop- but yeah yeah some people um eat like beet liver um beef beef liver too to um support the liver yeah um yep, yep. sometimes it's yeah, raw it's or in capsule form right yep it is yeah but so if you can't because some people can't tolerate the taste of liver <laughs> it kind of smells weird too um but yeah I, I take the capsules myself and it, it really does help with a lot of things um it's got tons of vitamins minerals b12 which mm-hmm. you know that can help with also with morning sickness so mm-hmm. yeah it's just an all around really good thing to take and it's you know it's organs and it's natural so it's kind of a nice way to to handle that yeah yeah great yeah cool I feel like 
people do tend to stress out about it. Um, and it's not enjoyable. No, um, it's, it's terrible. It feels awful. <laughs> it feels awful. And yeah. um, it's hard because it does kind of limit your ability to to just do other things in your life. And so I think finding good outlets, finding that right kind of, yeah, I guess ingredient list that works best for for you I, I mean I've had clients who've tried all of these things and it was just each week was different um mm-hmm. so yeah. if, if something's not working for you anymore try adding something else or subtracting something else and then mm-hmm. maybe finding some some relief um even the positions that people are in I think that I've for some reason that's been a contributing factor for some people like if they're staining too quickly or yeah if it's really bad um like hyperemesis or something but yeah yeah gosh yeah yeah i'm thinking yoga too is another option to do it um Mm -hmm. emotional freedom technique can help with those things because yeah like i don't know for me like just being nauseous at any time makes me very anxious (laughs) so yeah yeah, so having those um outlets and things to cope with the with it because sometimes it just is what it is Mm -hmm. and there's no way of avoiding it as much as you try it's just you have to kind of ride it out um yeah those things can really just help you cope with it in general so right yeah yeah Yeah. (sighs) good list yeah so definitely um the blog that we'll have and any other you know format that we post in will have like good recaps of all these things too so if you're trying to scribble these things down as we're talking yeah. don't forget we have other ways that you can go and just kind of like look at the list of ideas um and we'd be curious to hear what worked for you or what didn't work for you for yeah sure. so yeah. let us know yeah i'd love to hear from from everyone you know what if we didn't mention something that really worked for you, mm-hmm. that would be great. If you, you know, could send us, you know, an email or just drop a comment on our YouTube or um, even just like on, you know, Apple iTunes. I know you can do a rating or something. You can <laughs> throw it in there if you want. Um, but yeah, send us a message, um, social media or whatever, and let us know it worked for you. And mm-hmm. we can certainly add it to to show notes or whatever. So yeah, yeah. we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. And yeah. your your intuition's strong and your body is smart. Yeah, body exactly. Body's really smart. Our bodies are amazing. Mm-hmm. So they know they know what's up. Yeah, usually they're just trying to send us messages. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So I think that's it for this episode. I know it's kind of short and sweet, but really good information. Um, so, yeah. Again, just remember this is, you know, a normal thing to kind of go through. And, um, you know, you're doing the best you can. And that's what matters. So just, you know, we just want to help you feel better yeah. <laughs> if you're feeling crappy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is the end of this episode, and um, definitely catch us next week. We're going to be um, releasing an episode on how to choose your provider. So I'm excited for yeah, that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'll have lots of good information. I mean, all of our episodes are great, I think, but, yeah. <laughs> we, every all. every time we're like, this is going to be a good yeah, one. Yeah, this is going to be a good one, but they're all, they're all <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, um, how to choose your provider, and we'll be giving you tips on that. And, um, yeah, so thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thanks. See you later. Bye-bye. That's it for this topic. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the show notes for any resources or links that we mentioned today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on your preferred podcast platform and also be sure to give us a review. It really helps us grow and reach more people who could benefit from this info. Also check us out on YouTube and visit our blog where we have this podcast transcribed for you. We'd love to connect over social media too. And we're just an email away if you have any questions or if you want to request a topic to be covered. We hope this helps your mind, body, and soul in having the supported and holistic journey you are so deserving of. Embrace the power within you.